We've got even more preview content for this episode on youtube.com slash high resolution. It's all in video. Every week we put up more content there. So if you're following us here, you've got to follow us there. YouTube.com slash high resolution spelled correctly. We've also got this big fat stack of transparent, cool, fun, high resolution stickers. And we're going to start giving them out every single week. And the best way to get them, if you want them, is to tweet at us or Facebook at us at high res podcasts. So engage us. We might just give you some stickers, all right? Enjoy the episode preview. Mark reached out to you in 2011. This is a year before the IPO, which means he was busy, he was well in it, and he reached out to a product designer out of IDL. Why is that? Did he know you? What did he see in you? You know, I think that um, Mark reaching out is, is, is a reflection of, of how much he values design. And I think one of the top priorities for Facebook in 2011, 2012 was um, scaling the design team and creating a really strong design foundation to support the future scale of Facebook. And um, um, when, uh, um, when I was uh, in Seattle um, in grad school at UW, mm-hmm. the University of Washington, um, my, my gig was TAing different early design classes. And in one of those classes, or maybe two, I had a, a, a couple of students who were a particularly talented bunch. One ended up um, getting an internship at Facebook. Mm. In fact, I think that his plan was to get hired by Facebook and drop out of school. Right. And if things had gone according to plan, we probably wouldn't have even met. Right. But they didn't go quite according to plan. He ended up with an internship instead of a full-time job and then a return internship. And um, he started working at Facebook after, um, after school. And that was at a point in time where the Facebook design team was very small, mm-hmm. like as a guest, maybe a dozen people. And um, that was at a point in time where there was a very high technical bar for designers at Facebook. Designers were expected to design, but also to be production level front end engineers. And um, this individual, Drew, um, he helped to open up Facebook's uh, and broaden Facebook's definition of design and uh, started to pull in a few talented designers who he knew. And um, he pulled in one, two, three. He helped to pull in me. Mm-hmm. So I think Drew is another part of the, the, the story there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, the, it's funny because I think that that speaks to um, something that drew me to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook is all about people connecting, about communication. And um, that is the way that so many things get done. Mm-hmm. You know, were it not for... Um, uh, broad communication technology, Drew and I never would have connected and never would have made the connection back here. Um, that's not the type of thing that one is likely to achieve through, um, you know, working on a job application tool or something mm-hmm. like that that's a little bit more narrow in focus. 
So coming back to your journey to the growth team at Facebook, um, that was a very interesting time, I suppose. Like it, it was still a pretty new concept. What were some new things that you discovered or created as far as your design process and how you thought about problems? Um, there are a few big things. One is that um, I learned a lot uh, in the early days on the growth team about designing for people who aren't like you. Um, I mentioned the example of somebody um, signing up for Facebook for the first time on their phone without have, having an email address or even having heard of an email address. What is this? Um, and that's a pretty amazing experience. I mean, that's, that's what I would do at IDEO as well, but um, I could get much deeper into it um, in the context of, of, of Facebook and Facebook's global community of users. Um, so that's one huge learning and huge, huge kind of takeaway from my early days on growth. Um, another, is, um, another is the importance of data in designing products today. You know, when you're designing for somebody who's really not like you, it's hard to know what works. And so we can use data in order to understand you know, is this really working for somebody? Is this making it simpler for them to sign up and confirm their account on Facebook? Um, or, or, or isn't it? Maybe it was a good idea, but maybe it's not working. Maybe it's not quite working yet. And um, those learnings have informed um, all of the work that I've done subsequently. I think that data is one of the, the best tools for designers today. Um, and it's a special tool that enables us to understand, are the products we're making really working for people? I would also argue data is probably one of the most misunderstood skills or, or tools for designer, right? Mm -hmm. um, some people, when they hear data, they think it's cannibalizing their creativity. Like they don't, they can't do anything anymore because data said it's X or data said it's B, right? Um, what are some things designers should keep in mind when they're actually thinking about applying data to their design process and how should they actually approach it if they wanted to turn around and try this tomorrow? Um, one of the best pieces of advice that I could give is to um, start your design process with data. You know, um, as you are, are thinking about um, what might be, it's great to talk to people, to do user research to get maybe a descriptive analysis about how the product is working for people today. Um, to spend some time to just understand um, and really, really understand the area that you're working in. Um, sometimes upfront in the data, it can help you to identify a special opportunity for design. So, I'd encourage designers to start early thinking about data and use it as they're, as they're identifying where the design opportunities might be. Mm. I'd also encourage designers to just be, be open. Um, the um, you know, data enables us to be a step more empirical in understanding what works. So um, don't be too attached to the thing that you're making. Because um, you don't know necessarily whether it's going to work or not, and that's okay. It's that's okay. It's a part of the process. Um, 
maybe lastly, I'd say I, I think it's great for designers to um, to learn about data, um, learn enough about it to um, to be able to um, ask good questions, mm -hmm. learn enough about it to be able to identify when the data might be fishy. Maybe this isn't actually accurate, or or maybe um, uh, maybe this isn't the data that matters. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's something else that does. For decades, design has impacted how we live. Now it's beginning to shape how we work. Here at IBM, design thinking has given us a new framework for teaming, for co-creating with our clients and users. It's helping us make decisions faster, and it's keeping humans at the center of everything we do.